Hi, and welcome back to SEU Buzz. My name is Lauren, and I'm currently in my fifth year of studying Bachelor of Digital Media and Communications. Um, I do hold some aspirations to become a radio announcer and practice my love for storytelling, uh, music and media every day and that is what I would love to do once I graduate. Before we get started, I would like to take this moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians and owners of the land on which we meet today, the Ugambe and the Kombamere people. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today I'm joined with Nick Colbrelli Adams. Welcome, Nick. Yeah, thanks, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? What have you been up to? Oh, pretty good. It's been a yeah busy day in the life of a student. Um, tell us a little bit about the degree that you are doing through Southern Coast University. Yeah, sure. So I'm studying the Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Education, secondary, and I'm training to be a secondary mathematics and physics teacher. It's uh, a pretty good combo. I love science, love mathematics, and the two really gelling well together. So I'm in my fourth year based on the Lismore campus. Amazing. You must be pretty brainy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, did extension to mathematics in the HSC. So yeah, that sort of set me up well for this degree. Yes. Love that. What do you, what do you find the most interesting uh, about your degree currently? Is there a unit that you love? Uh, there's, I sort of really enjoy the whole degree. It was good last session to um, get out and start doing some placement. So start putting what I've learned actually into practice in the classroom. But um, yeah, there's a lot of units that I do also that uh, tie in with the Bachelor of Science. So those units were pretty good. I did physics a couple of years ago, chemistry as well. Um, they were nice, fun, practical, sciencey units. But yeah, really the whole, the whole degree, I'd say I'd like everything equally. I think when you're really passionate about something, it makes it so much easier to love and experience the the entire degree, which is really good. You have a very unique voice, and I did hear that you used to work in radio. Um, that is a bit of a different pace, I guess, from doing, you know, like physics and mathematics and what you're currently doing. Uh, what kind of things did you used to do on radio and how did you get into it? Oh, well, I still I still do a bit of work in radio here and there, but it started off when I was 14. I um, always used to love doing public speaking and we run into the president of the local community radio station around here, had a chat to her and yeah, within a couple of days I was on the air and yeah, my career's sort of grown from there. I really find that the public speaking skills has helped with my education and uh, critical thinking, problem solving, you know, being able to sort things out on the spot. Uh, it's been a really useful skill to have. And also, as you can hear, I have a pretty solid audio setup as well as a result of it. It sounds awesome. Um, I mean, from being a 14-year-old, that's like pretty young and you would have, I guess, learnt a lot of experience from those days. Was there anything that stuck with you, a funny story or a learning experience that you gained from radio? Oh, I've I've gotten heaps of stories. Um, when you're on the air, you've got problems to solve, computer crashes, for example. Um, that's a really good way to test uh, sort of how good you are at thinking on the spot. There was one time I remember the computer crashed just before I was going to go to air. So oh. I managed to, yeah, managed to stumble my way through a break on air whilst restarting the computer and getting the automation program back working again. 
Oh, that would have been so stressful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a fun time, but you know, I managed to get through it. And went out the back to have a chat to a few people, and uh, you know, told them what happened. They said, "Oh, Nick, I couldn't tell. Couldn't tell that the computer died during that." Um. So, as an aspiring radio announcer, one day, hopefully, um, can you give me any tips on how I can get behind the mic? Uh, probably the the best thing I would suggest is to reach out to your local community station and we've got a few groups on Facebook for radio announcers. I'd jump in there and um, just start making those contacts within the industry. It's certainly the industry where um, if you know a few people, it makes it a lot easier to get jobs or get references, which is very important. Uh, what made you go from radio into your current degree, which is what the Bachelor of Arts slash Education yeah, I think what it was, I've always had a passion for teaching. And uh, when I left, I finished year 12, graduated, I sort of wanted to pursue further tertiary studies in education. Um, I, I enjoy doing radio work, but it wasn't really where I wanted my career to go. So yeah, the education, it opens a lot of doors, uh, especially in secondary education, but there's also options to pursue further study and uh, open up a lot more doors. Yeah, beautiful. Where where are you hoping to end up with your Bachelor um, of Education? Uh, at the moment, I think just teaching, getting out there and teaching mathematics and physics. Um, that's sort of the aim. But yeah, there's certainly a lot of options open to pursue further study and possibly, uh, you know, get work in a university as an academic or something later on. Amazing. How would you say, like, your radio experience translate into education? I mean, you you mentioned public speaking. I'm sure that would have had um, a massive impact on, like, that and your confidence. Was there anything else do you think that um, sort of given you, I guess, a, a nice sort of easy slide into education? Uh, I think also you pick up a lot of IT skills along the way, and that's something that I'm pretty passionate about as well. So I'm sure that'll definitely come in handy in teaching. But um, I think also just being able to get out there and communicate, you know, talk to people, make friends, have a chat to someone, that's all stuff that'll come in uh, really helpful when I start teaching. Yeah. Uh, how was your placement? I believe you did, um, was it year 11 uh, physics? Yeah. So I was just recently placed at a school. The great thing about Southern Cross University is that they sort out all the placements for you. So because I'm based on the Lismore campus, I live in the area, they sorted it all out for me. It was uh, pretty much given to me. I was explained uh, where I had to go. And I just went there on the first day, had a chat to my mentor teacher, and it was a really smooth process. Um, yeah, I was teaching a year 11 physics class, a year seven science class. And I had a couple of classes uh, while I was there teaching years eight and nine science. Yeah, it was a very fun experience. Were the kids very interested or did they just like sit there with like their head resting in their hands going, oh my gosh, how did you find the experience? I think a, a big thing with placement is to make sure that you build rapport with your students early. So make sure you get to know them, have a chat to them. And what I found is that because of that, like they were willing to have a chat to me. They were willing to engage in my classes. Um, the year 11s definitely engaged differently than what the year seven class did, but it was really good also because I felt like I got a lot out of teaching both of those classes. Was there any challenges, especially around the uh, the pandemic that's still floating around? Um, How did you find that? Yeah, so because of that, I actually did my first professional experience unit, the theory component of it last year. But uh, because of certain 
uh, situations around the pandemic, I ended up having to defer my placement until earlier this year. The process around that was really easy. I just had a chat to the professional experience office and they were uh, very cruisy to deal with. They said, oh, yeah, no worries. We'll work that out for you next year. But, um, yeah, I think that was really the only main big thing that affected me is that I had to defer it for a session, which I think in in the grand scheme of things was pretty good. Yeah, and I think it gives you time to maybe mentally prepare and um, sort of get some more sort of uh, experience behind you before going into that. Yeah, in a way, um, what it did mean is that because of COVID and because it had deferred it, I was in my fourth year when I did my first placement. But, you know, again, I had a lot more of the theory knowledge. I'd completed a few more education units, some more content units. So I was I was all over my stuff by the time I went into the first prac. Um, now, I have yet to do my placement um, in my degree and I am so nervous is there, is there any hacks that you can give me getting through um, placement and just to uh, students who are have yet to do their placement as well? Uh, I think it's um, with your degree, it'll be sort of different to mine, but I think the same sort of things apply. Just while you're in class, while you're learning about your placement, do the work, um, just build that confidence and you'll you'll get through it. There's a lot of other people in a very similar position. And uh, I know, at least in my case, there was those support networks there. There was support available if ever I needed it. Um, In education, we had a university advisor. So they were in regular contact, making sure everything was okay. They'd review a few lesson plans and just check in with everyone to make sure that, um, yeah, really, you're going well in your placement and if there's anything that you need help with. I would imagine, Lauren, with your placement, there would be similar support networks available. Yeah, I... I haven't really gotten to the nitty gritty of placement, but one thing that I do love about Southern Cross University is the support is always there. Your like your mentors with the the mentoring programs, like study buddies and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, so I think I think I will be fine. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure you will. Um, what are the things that you love most about your degree so far in terms of maybe? Maybe your like placement or um, connections that you've built. What's the thing you love most about it? A big thing for me with Southern Cross University is they have really great resources for a regional university. There's probably a lot of people who, if, for example, the Lismore campus wasn't here, they might not have been able to go to university and SCU has made that a reality for them. But again, there's the flexibility. You're sort of, you're treated like a student. You're not just a number. You can go up and have a chat to your lecturers. You can have a chat to your academics. You've always got that support there. And yeah, I just really love that about Southern Cross University. That, that's not just limited to my degree. I'm sure it's like that with everyone. But yeah, you've got options as well. You've got uh, internal study, online study, and it all seems to just gel in together. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm actually an online student. Are you online or on campus? So with my degree, there's like a hybrid of the two. I like to do things on campus where possible, but I also like the flexibility side of online study. And there's a few units in my degree, which understandably they they only run online. I understand that you are a student ambassador on the Lismore campus already. Yeah. That sounds really cool. What kind of things um, can the students see you doing around campus? 
I'm sort of my main role. I've got a few different roles, but I spend a lot of time in the student centre on the Lismore campus. They're a really great team to work with. Um, I've just recently spent a few weeks working on the front counter there. It's really great. Um, Sometimes with the student ambassadors, we'll go out to careers fairs, have a chat to new students, people who are thinking about coming and studying with us. But I also hold a role in the orientation team. So I've worked with them for the last two or three years, I think it is. And it started off voluntary, but it eventually worked its way into a paid role where I pretty much help out with orientation. So we're working on Connect Quest at the moment. You might have heard of that. Um, it's sort of an online challenge where new students and current students get to connect over a couple of challenges and just make friends and those contacts, which comes in really handy. I've also done work on on-campus orientation when we were doing that. Oh, that sounds really cool. I get I guess you get to meet like a lot of people and help people out with their sort of, um, you know, first year nerves coming into uni. Yeah, certainly. I enjoy the, again, the social side of things. It's having a chat to people. Um, I'll often start off a conversation with, oh, hi, how are you going? What are you studying? And most of the time I can try and relate that back to what I'm doing. So um, often I might be having a chat to a music student, for example. And I'll start saying, oh, okay, what instruments do you play? And I actually play drums and guitar as well. So it's yeah, it's sort of about making those connections and having someone who you can just have a chat to. Beautiful. Um, what would you say is the most common problem that students face when they start uni other than the, the nerves? I think it's probably just getting used to just how university operates. Um, you know, like enrolling in your own classes, it's a bit more self-directed as well. So I think that's probably a big thing for new students. But again, with Southern Cross University, you've got uni mentor. So that's where you've got a second or third year student who can uh, sort of be your mentor. You can have a chat to them and learn some skills about university. There's also other support options available um, to to sort of build you up and make sure that you're all over it. Yeah. And that that is one of the things I do love about Southern Cross. Um, I've heard some stories from um, people that uh, go to different universities and they're like, we don't have like a mentoring, like a program or a study buddy program. And I'm like, what? Like that is the best thing. It is so good to have someone there when you need it. Yeah, certainly. And especially with the uni mentor side of things, you know that that student has been through exactly what you're going through at the moment. So they've they've got the skills and the sort of study hacks, I guess you could say, um, that'll yeah just help you get you through and get you through that first year. Is there some things that you have learnt from being um, a student ambassador, specifically working uh, in orientation and doing the student centre role that you have now that you didn't think that you would actually learn from those experiences? I think it's it's more just been building up on existing skills. So there's I'm building up a lot of customer service experience and experience with certain programs and packages that when I first got the student ambassador role, I didn't think I'd be learning. But um, yeah, you know, it's really good now. I'm gaining useful training that's, again, probably going to open doors in the future or look really good on a resume. Especially from someone like uh, my sort of position being online, um, taking those opportunities and uh, while you're at uni is such a good idea for when you like leave And I think just utilising what the university has, like all these programs and things like that. So, yeah, I agree. I think it's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us on SCU Buzz today, Nick. It's been wonderful to have you. 
uh, been really good being on the podcast and yeah, I hope I get to do some more work uh, with your team in the future. Mm-hmm.